Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. Pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and click subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Mark chapter 3. Jesus had pulled back from the masses, taking his apostles aside for a much-needed respite, no doubt. Despite the fact that there were already forces out to kill him, we can rest assured that his withdrawal was not out of fear. For when those in power finally did take Jesus, what did he state? He said, wasn't I daily in the temple amongst you? No, he was not running away in fear. Jesus knew he was safe until the time came for the scriptures to be fulfilled. More than once, when the crowds rose up to kill him, he supernaturally, quote, passed through the midst of them, end quote. Oh, if he had needed to, he could have done so daily. Verse 9 says he spoke to his disciples that a little boat should stay near him because of the crowd so they wouldn't press on him. You see, though Jesus tried to depart, the crowd followed him. So the crowd continued to push forward, forcing Jesus to move to address the crowd from a small boat. It's interesting, an interesting fact, that this area of Galilee has cliffs around the shores that would have provided quite a natural amphitheater for which to conduct this rather impromptu crusade. Verse 10. For he had healed many, so that as many as had diseases pressed on him that they might touch him. Now thus far, the people seem to show little interest in Jesus, the spiritual Messiah. They were, however, quite interested in Jesus, the great healer, the great physical Messiah, And at this point, he obliged them. The text tells us that he healed many. So many that the crowds pressed him to the degree that he was in danger of being crushed. It seems that mankind has, since creation, been trying to touch deity. Now here he was, right in front of them. They brought all of their affections to the one who had proved that he could heal. Yet ironically, in the end, they would also be the ones, ultimately, to reject him. Verse 11. The unclean spirits, when they saw him, fell down before him and cried out, You are the Son of God! And he sternly warned them that they should not make him known. It seems that even the demons recognized Jesus as deity. Those possessed would literally fall down before him, exclaiming that he was the Son of God. Surely, as the scripture says, every knee shall bow. But Jesus did not desire such a witness as this. No, he did not want people to somehow connect that these two sides, if you will, were in any way connected to one another. Furthermore, Jesus was a man with a plan. He certainly involved the declaration of his deity, but in his time and in his way. Verse 13. 
He went up into the mountain and he called to himself those whom he wanted, and they went to him. He appointed twelve, that they might be with him, and that they might send them out to preach, and to have authority to heal sicknesses and to cast out demons. Simon, to whom he gave the name Peter, James the son of Zebedee, and John the brother of James, Andrew, Philip, and Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon, the zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. And then he came into a house. While Jesus has called all men unto him for the purpose of salvation and service, he has, however, reserved his design and his calling for some individuals to play a special purpose in the advancement of the kingdom. From the foundations of the world, these men, like fishermen, tax collectors, these were born to be the apostles. The Gospel of Luke tells us that the previous night Jesus had spent in prayer seeking his Father's direction as to just whom should play such a role in his ministry. There was no mistake. Each man would take their place in the body of Christ, each would fulfill his spiritual destiny. In the original King James says that these men were ordained. That means they were, quote, chosen, called, and prepared, end quote. Let's make note of the words. He called. He called, or he ordained. Clearly, it is the Lord that does the choosing, and it is he that does the calling. Now, man can say amen, which means so be it, to the Lord's choice, but we do not make such men and women. It is solely the discretion of our Creator. Men can agree and confirm God's calling upon the lives of other men and women. We can train and educate. We can provide the time and place to season and equip for the battle ahead. However, ultimately, it is God who does it all. Jesus called these men, according to verse 14, to go forth and preach. Nothing there about getting involved in politics or God help us building stadium-sized buildings with theater seating. Just preach the word, quote-unquote. These men were plunging headlong into trial and pain. But make no mistake, no one forced them. They could have quit and gone home at any time. But something inexplicably spurred them on. No doubt it was the only motivator that truly lasts. And that is love for their Lord and joy of seeing him work. Verse 20 says the multitudes came together again so that they could not so much as eat bread. And when his friends heard it, they went out to seize him. For they said, he is insane. Now Jesus chooses these 12 men who, by anyone's earthly standard, would seem to be a motley crew. What a bunch. Hardly the individuals that the world would select. Where's the seminary training? Where's the doctrine of divinity? You know, the slick exterior, the candidating for pastoral appointment. Where is the truth of ministry? Well, the truth of ministry came quick and stark. 
the multitude came together again, and things got so crazy that there wasn't even time to eat. Now, that's true ministry. Jesus' own friends and family, and, and that's what the original language encompassed, had had enough of all this Messiah stuff. They thought, well, that he was out of his mind. You can see the cross-references in Matthew 12, 46-50 and John 7, verse 5. That was our daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim or JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com. Music